Alrighty, what is up, people? Just got out of a course today. Movadi, the club I work for, uh, touch base. I'm a personal trainer. I love teaching people about fitness. I love learning about fitness, mainly because it makes my life better and makes people around me's lives better. I believe the true mark of a personal trainer is to heal the population. It's to not break clients. It's to improve their lives. So you'll be learning what I learn as an ongoing basis because I have a massive love for learning and growing and improving not only my life and becoming the best version of myself, but the people around me. So was in a course all day today, gifted as, you know, something remarkable. I, if you know anything about me, I love free learning. I love cheap learning. I love, you know, all learning. I love expensive courses, but expensive courses, you know, they, they deliver, you know, expensive courses definitely deliver, but Free stuff, man, like you can get like so much free information because the people teaching it are usually pretty freaking smart. And, you know, that's that's cool for me. And you're, you know, Movati, the club I work for, wants to pay me, wants to pay me to sit in this free learning situation. Like you got to be absolutely nuts if you want to pay me to improve my skills and be able to improve my capacity to help people. That's, you know, just just blows me away. Either way. What we're going to talk about today is breathing. Kind of because it just came to my mind right now. And there was a lot of content and a lot of stuff uh, that that covered that we talked about in breathing and how relevant it is. Um, think about it. You breathe 20 to 30,000 times a day. Most people in the fitness world want to have a conversation about deadlifting. And I get it. You know, you're not really going to hurt yourself much breathing. Um, you can hurt yourself a lot faster deadlifting. But if you don't breathe properly, you can actually hurt yourself not breathing appropriately. And we're going to talk all about that in the content coming up. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roush, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn. Through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients, you can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. Alrighty, Endgame Addicts. So we are going to talk breathing because it is so unbelievably relevant. When we talk about the body, we got to know that it's interconnected. Like when you, when someone pulls, I mean, think about it this way. You got to stretch your chest, right? You put your hand on the wall, you turn your body away. And that touch point of your hand is now stretching your shoulder or your chest. This is a very logical way to understand that the body is completely interconnected. Oftentimes, and I was, I was fixing an ex-girlfriend of mine, uh, fixing, helping her improve her pain. Uh, and the answer was to improve her breathing because Improving your breathing improves blood circulation. The number one most important nutrient that we need on this planet is oxygen. Okay? But the conversations are always coming down to deadlifts, biceps, chest. Like all those things are relevant. But if you're not metabolizing oxygen as well because your breathing patterns suck, this is very normal, by the way. Like 
breathing patterns are atrocious these days. Very common to find very unhealthy breathing patterns because of modern day living and sitting and you know stress. So if you have better oxygen metabolism, you're going to get better nutrient delivery to the muscle. You're going to have better nutrient delivery to your brain as well, which is the root of all movement. Your brain does all the movement. It's not your biceps. It's not your glutes. Your brain tells your body to move, which is the key here. We want our oxygen to be super effective and efficient. And this does not mean breathe too much, right? And I'm not going to take it down the rabbit hole because oxygen can be, oh my goodness, confusing. But when we talk about breathing, the locations in which you breathe can be super practical. And you can definitely take that away from this conversation today. Belly breathing, right? Very common for people to want to squeeze their abs always. Why? Because it makes you look thinner. Women walk around all the time with their bellies tight. This is not just a women thing. This is a men thing too. Trust me. If you're like, if you're around an attractive woman or male or whatever, whatever your thing is, you're going to be super like engaged in the core sometimes. Maybe you don't care and that's you and that's totally fine. Not everyone cares about the same things, but it's very common for people to want to engage their core all the time. Now, this is not necessarily a bad thing. I preach in keeping your core engaged all the time as well. However, that limits the amount of core and diaphragmatic breathing. There's nuances here. It doesn't always do that, but it usually does that. Um, improves or, sorry, causes you to not be breathing with your diaphragm, a massive core muscle to be able to expand and then make your stomach smaller, right? So we want to we want to be using our gut to breathe, belly breathing. Why? Because it delivers oxygen to our organs, to the things inside of our body. If you have inflammation in your gut, it will carry and transfer inflammation to your pelvis, to everywhere else. Not only that, if you have inflammation on any or in and around anything in the body, just like the hand being connected to the shoulder, your organs are connected to your brain. If you have poor nutrient delivery to your organs, it's going to affect your brain and your brain is not going to be as efficient at sending signals to your muscles. Now, this is like, you know, this is just a very rabbit holey kind of conversation. If you've been following me for a while, you know that that's what I do. Uh, I definitely fly on rabbit holes. But the, the takeaway here more or less is like, how are you breathing? What does it look like? right? Are you breathing through your gut into your chest and then full breathing into your head? Like, do you practice your breathing? Do you monitor your breathing? Are you aware of how you're breathing? Because if you're breathing too much into your chest, you can actually create neck tension, right? You can actually breathe so much with your chest and be a chest breather that it's transferring into your, your, uh, the lower part of your collarbone, um, which is called your clavicle, but that connecting to your neck muscles, the scalenes, the uh, SCM, the different musculature in there. You don't need really need to know the names. It's not that relevant for you. Just trust that if you can change and improve your breathing pattern over the course of time, you can have improved function while training. Thus, in, you know, reduce pain, also reduce stress, anxiety. Do this. Do this me as, as a favor. Just like just feel this out. I want you to take six really large deep breaths. Okay, what does that feel like? After those six large deep breaths, take six erratic deep breaths. <sighs> like make it super, I mean, there's no one around you. Who cares? I'm doing it for you. You know, do it by yourself. Just, <sighs> how do you feel after that? You're going to feel hypey. You're going to feel jacked up, right? That's not good for your central nervous system. That makes you anxious. 
It makes it puts you into fight or flight. Okay, this is good if you get in a fight, and also good if you're like playing sports. But it's not very good if you're looking to improve and take stress off of your body. Okay, this will create the neck, the, the pain and the tension in you. Anxiety is highly associated to spinal problems, to shoulder problems, because you hold your body in a more tense position. It's associated with a remarkable amount of body dysfunction. Um, but just understand that breathing has so many responsibilities. It's the most important part of life. I could go down this rabbit hole for hours and we could talk about all the dysfunctions and all of the hypoxic breathing techniques and all the different things. It's in the answers to fitness. It's in a million other personal training uh, you know, documents and literature and journals right now because it's so unbelievably important. And trust me, all you have to do is apply this stuff. The best part about anything you learn is not that you know it, it's that if you do it, right? The best part of knowledge is doing it, it's applying it. So um, you should be, this is, this is the best suggestion in techniques. Be breathing through your stomach, breathing into your chest, and then if it's a full breath, feel it, almost feel it into your head, right? This is a full breath and you starting to build the skill of intentionally breathing. If you notice that you breathe with your chest, like when you take a breath, lay on your stomach, put your hand, or sorry, lay on your back, put your hand on your stomach, put your hand on your chest, one directly over your navel or your belly button, the second one directly over your rib cage or your sternum in between, in, in between your chest there. If you can notice that your chest goes up first and at the bottom of an inhale, so exhale, on that inhale, your, if your chest goes out first, you are chest breathing and it might not create dysfunction for you now, okay? Most problems are not problems, they're symptoms. They're, they're outcomes of poor function over time. Someone says, I have a shoulder issue. I'm like, it's because you've been holding that shoulder or sleeping on that shoulder or creating inflammation for that shoulder or playing, checking people in hockey with that shoulder for years. It's not a direct impact, it almost never is. I mean, I know like car accidents and like really unfortunate, intense situations like that, you know, sometimes in hockey, but a lot of times in, in sports, it's actually just like injuries happen because of overuse or undertraining, right? And this is the same thing that happens with oxygen. If you breathe and have a poor pattern over time, it will become detrimental for you or most likely going to become detrimental for neck pain and neck pain transfers into you not having as good of a day. And this whole podcast, this whole philosophy, this whole thing that I'm really trying to jack up into the world is to think about your future in fitness. Think about the outcomes later because health is not now, it's later. Health is you doing things right now to currently put a little bit of stress on your body, eating well, making better decisions, training hard, breathing, working on breathing techniques. Like, How is that correlated? How is that sexy? It's not. Except that the outcomes of it are that's going to make you more fit, which will make you look sexy because it's about your future in fitness. I know I'm sounding super condescending right now. My intention is not to yell at you. I just like to yell. You know, maybe maybe that's maybe that's part of it. It's it's not about you. Um, I mean, it is about you, but it's not about me yelling at you. That's not why I'm doing this. I just want to get important information into your head. It is not about being sexy all the time, right? Uh, the title of my of the book, The Answer to Fitness, is Look Good Naked, Unlock Your Life, uh, Unlock Your Confidence, and Unlock the Mindset, right? I say it in that order, but truthfully, it's the other way. You know, looking good naked is a byproduct of having the right mindset, of having 
the right uh, habits of living the right way over time, or at least the most efficient way you can, the best you can. It's not about being right or wrong, right? It's about doing your best, right? Oftentimes, you feel like you're doing your best, but you've got a little bit more. There's, a, there's an awesome saying, um, William James. It's uh, I would love to have memorized this. It's, it's, it's been on the tag of my email for like three, four years, and I still don't have it memorized. Like, come on, Kyle, memorize the quote that you love to explain uh, to others. Um, but it's, it's, it's about pushing through the obstruction. Most people don't push past um, uh, problems in their life, right? They, they, become, they become beaten by them. People become subjects to their problems instead of overcoming them and becoming the masters of their problems. This whole, this whole philosophy I'm suggesting for you is to learn how to problem solve, right? Every problem has a solution. You, you must be a remarkable problem solver. And one of, you know, this, this conversation is just breathing more, right? Breathing more efficiently, let's say, and circulating oxygen because you need all of those nutrients over time. Now, application what do you do, right? We want to know. We did the test. We had the hands on the stomach. We had the hands on the chest. Awesome. Are you breathing more efficiently? Maybe, right? Um, just by observing this. Now, in the beginning, if you find that you are a chest breather, intentionally spend, let's say, four rounds of four every single night before you go to bed. I want you to think about breathing in for four seconds. It's called box breathing in yoga. You're going to hold at the top for four seconds. Then you're going to exhale for four seconds, then you go hold hold at the bottom for four seconds. Four in, four hold, four out, four hold, and it might be a little uncomfortable, no problem, but as you breathe, think about distending and pushing out your stomach first, and then your chest will follow. If it breathes inappropriately, who cares, right? You want to sync up and make this process automated for you, okay? You want to get used to breathing with your belly when you I say belly, but it, with your diaphragm more appropriately and all of the muscles and intercostals and using, you know, the whole the whole thing here. I don't want to focus on too much about just you uh, breathing with your belly. That's not the answer here, but that's what I want you to think about because you will build the association and eventually over time, even if it isn't perfectly natural, you will get the association. You will start to expand from the sides of your body and this is ultimately what we're looking for, but without getting too complicated, just do this every single night for the next 30 days. 67 days to build a habit. It's going to take you four seconds in, four seconds at the top, four seconds out, four second hold. Multiple that by four. What's that? 16 seconds times with 32. It's going to take you just over a minute, right? To be able to do this appropriately for you to improve so many things. If you don't have a minute a day to improve your fitness through breathing, like, uh, and if you're not breathing well, then we got problems. The suggestion in literature is that it takes about four weeks for you to be able to improve your breathing patterns. So don't get frustrated in a week or two. And just, even if you forget, like if you forget to do this at one night, just do it the next night or do it whenever you remember, right? You can always take 64 seconds, I think is what I just did in my head. So you can always take the 64 seconds and just breathe once a day and think about it. So practical takeaways, fitness is so much more than what you think it is. Trust me, like I'm trying to make it simple here. Uh, I get I get confused with it all the time, and I do not know everything. Um, my intention is to continue learning as much as possible, to relay it to you in the best possible ways I can, so you can apply it to your life as I will apply it to mine. The cool part here is not knowing what you know, it's about applying it. 
right? I'm not really going to try and teach you stuff I'm not actively doing. I've retrained my breathing pattern. I used to breathe through my chest. I used to breathe through my mouth. There's a whole other conversation. We're not going into mouth breathing. Um, better to breathe through your nose. Just trust that, uh, you know, the science that we're currently being taught as, as health professionals right now. Uh, breathe through your nose. Belly breathe. Um, I applied it to my life. And now when people are like, oh, you belly breathe. That's awesome. Most people don't. I'm like, yeah, because I, I, t- I retaught myself, right? And I would encourage you to as well, right? It's, it's healthier for you. Now, the, the defeatist mindset says like everything causes you cancer. Something's going to kill you. There's no point in being a health freak. It's like, yeah, but what if, what if not everything kills you? Cause not everything does kill you. And what if just applying this one simple habit in your life makes your life better, right? Like what if you experience days better? Cause it's not, it's not the, the a day in the life. It's the life in the day. My mom said that at Christmas, I'm totally quoting my mom right now. Like good for you, mom. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this. It's not the the day in the life, right? It's the life in your day. How awesome are your days, right? If you can have this simple minute-long breathing technique to make your life function better because oxygen flow, reduction of inflammation, improved athleticism, improved muscle growth and strength just through breathing, like there are so many injuries that come about in powerlifting from improper breathing techniques. I was talking to the personal training manager, Malad of, uh, of Movadi. guy's been a trainer for like 30 years. He's got like a million courses under his belt. He's, you know, well-versed. I would say genius by, by earned, like he earned his genius and worked through that. And what's, that's what I'm suggesting for you here. You just continuously learn and pull in information. And what he says is a vast majority of injuries are extremely preventable, mainly just through breathing patterns. Right? People have improper breathing techniques, and when they go under massive exertive forces, uh, they're highly, highly more conducive or you know, they're highly more prone to injuring themselves because of poor breathing mechanics. I could go on and on and on about why this is so relevant for you, but just trust if you want to put more life in your day you will have a much better future in fitness. Super excited to have you guys here. I hope you got some content that you can apply to your life that you can use. Um, and I would love to hear what you guys think about the podcast. If ever, if you just want to chime in, you can check me out at theendgamefitness.com or just shoot an email to kyle at theendgamefitness.com if you want to help me tweak this podcast at all or if you have any comments that'll help me improve how to improve uh, and deliver content for you guys. Have yourselves a wonderful day. All the best. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.